Welcome to the Cake Adjacent Podcast, a once a week update on all things food, family, community, gardening, whatever. We call it Sidecar. If it has to do with the rituals around food and holidays, making food or taking it places, or remembering what we were eating during important times in our lives, we'll talk about it here. So I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is that I got strawberries this week. It took going to a couple different farmer's markets though. I've already cleaned them and put them in the freezer. They were not super sweet. Sometimes the early ones are not, and that's fine. They'll be perfect for strawberry jam or sauce. I'll get more this week for eating and making shortcake and putting on ice cream or in yogurt or making fruit salad. The other good news is that if you've been following my saga on Twitter about how my health insurance got terminated, I was only not covered for about three days and it seems everything is sorted out. Yay! The bad news is that it really pissed me off because I had been sounding the alarm for weeks with Ben and Ben's work where he pays to cover me with group health insurance and it's not cheap, by the way, who kept gaslighting me about whether I was going to continue to be covered at the end of the month. Spoiler alert, I am not a person who can go without health insurance coverage. I have made career choices my entire adult life since I was in my early 20s to ensure that I was fully covered all the time. I have never not been covered. That's how important it is. So at the end of the month, comes and everyone at Ben's work, including Ben, moves to the new group number, but not old Jen Coleslaw because they somehow forgot to add me to the list. And if they had just checked once any of the times I had put my hand up in the preceding three weeks and said, oh, hey, I think there might be a problem here, then I wouldn't have been so stressed out and anxious for those three weeks. But because there's a pandemic of not listening to women about healthcare issues, and I'm not even referring to the what happened last week with the Supreme Court, but in general, no one bothered to check until two days into me going uninsured. And I can tell you that I was afraid to leave the house for those days when I was uninsured. Now, thank dog for the Affordable Care Act, which every white wing legislator in this country has tried their damnedest to either repeal in part or in total, because if we hadn't had the pre-existing condition clause, the insurance company could have absolutely opted not to cover my cancer or my migraine headaches because I had a gap in coverage. And I can tell you that that would have bankrupted us. My monthly uh, pharmacy costs uh, rival VUDs from Golden Ratios pharmacy costs, mostly because we take some of the same medications for our brains, Um, plus add on all of the cancer stuff and I don't even want to think about it. Anyway, because of all of that, my birthday week was subpar. I have tried to do a do-over at the end of the week, but it completely didn't work. And so I have been a grumpy Gus all week and weekend. But I know you don't come here to listen to me complain about stuff, at least not on Sidecar. So let's talk about something that I do feel good about. I'm recording this on Mother's Day. And this morning I was reminded that I have been so lucky, blessed, fortunate, whatever you want to call it, to have all kinds of women in my life who were mother figures. Some of them you've met through the essays that I read on Two Chocolate Cakes, and some you'll meet in future essays. Women who took me in when my family was full of chaos and I needed a safe place to be, who picked me up at school when I was sick because my parents were unavailable, who remembered my birthday and celebrated important milestones with me. 
But there are also women who taught me how to stand up for myself, who taught me needlepoint and watercolor painting and baking and exactly the right amount of water for orchids. And the list of things that I learned from other women is infinite. All through my life, there have been women who have been there for me, from when I was a child to now even. And I have lost a few of them to time and distance and disease, but I will always carry with me the love they poured into me, filling some of the hollow places deep within my very existence. Do you ever wonder the person you'd be if you didn't have some of these outside influences on your life? People outside of the family who took a vested interest in you because they saw something in you of value, or they saw that maybe you needed more than what you were getting at home or in school? I have no shame in admitting that in many ways I was a stray cat that was fed by many families, loved on by many families. It is what has made me into the person that I am now, someone with empathy and a full heart and soul, and a little metaphorical spout that allows me, I hope, to pour love into others who have hollow spaces in their very beings as well. So happy you're like a mother to me day to all those women out there who carved out pieces of themselves for me to carry into the world. I think about you all every day, and I thank the universe for bringing me into your orbit. I'm not sure I would have survived without you. So as I mentioned earlier, it's strawberry season. I'm working on my Oprah voice there here in Northern Virginia, and although the last three days has just been pouring down rain, it's possible there'll be a little lag in berries for a few days because it's chilly here too. I'm not sure I, will ev I would ever be saying that it's too cold for May in Virginia, but thanks climate change. I haven't seen any cucumbers at the market yet, but man oh man, the leafy greens, spinach and lettuces and cabbage are so beautiful that they would make a rabbit or maybe a manatee just weep with delight. I wish I loved leafy greens more, but I do appreciate how green and lush they are. I'll try to remember to take some pictures this week and post them on Twitter and on the website, just in case you live somewhere where your farmer's market hasn't opened yet. There are peaches and apricots on my trees out front. They are usually hard, unforgiving little fruits, though, so I let the birds and squirrels have them. I love that I can grow them. I do credit the bees for all the fruit, though. Uh, since I'm a pretty hands-off gardener, I don't use pesticides or much uh, in the way of fertilizer. Uh, definitely not on the trees besides the compost that I make myself out of kitchen scraps. I wouldn't say I'm a fully organic gardener, though, because sometimes I'll throw in a teaspoon of osmocote, which are little time-release fertilizer balls, um, if we've had a lot of rain into my container gardens. But no sprays or anything that kills bugs. Do not be fooled by slick salespeople that turn up at your door trying to sell you a service uh, on mosquitoes. Anything that kills flying mosquitoes or bugs that are eating your squash plant will kill bees. I know this is a little off topic, but the best thing you can do with regards to mosquitoes, because I hear this complaint all the time in my work, is to police your yard for standing water, overgrown shrubbery, and back off on your automatic sprinklers. It's better for it to be too dry than too wet in your yard. Do not give mosquitoes a place to breed, and that's more than half the battle. Remember that they can breed in as little water as an upside-down soda cap. So when I say tip and toss any standing water, I mean gutters, tarps, bird baths, solo cups from that kegger you had two weeks ago, dog water dishes, tops of flat side tables next to your lawn chairs, etc. Anywhere where you have standing water that is not circulating 
is where mosquitoes will lay eggs and make more mosquitoes. Okay, stop distracting me. Food holidays for the week of May 8th to the 14th. It's a bit of a quiet week for food holidays. Today is National Empanada Day. Woo! And it's Mother's Day. And therefore, it is national whatever mothers want to eat but not have to make day. And I just made that up, but I think it's a good one. So let's try to remember that one for next year. Tomorrow is something called Butterscotch Brownie Day, which honestly I think is a blondie, and I like those. Tuesday is National Shrimp Day, and let me know if you want all the shrimp out of everything that lands on my plate that has shrimp in it because I do not like shrimp. Wednesday is Eat What You Want Day, and I'd like to petition this as being every damn day of the year because you are the boss of you and you can eat what you want. Thursday is Nutty Fudge Day, and I love fudge. My favorite is Panucci Walnut from the Hot Chocolate Sparrow on Cape Cod. But I'm happy to try other nutty fudges should anyone want to try fudge, sending fudges my way. There are no bad fudges. Wait a minute, I'm taking that back. I probably would not like stunt fudge like rosemary and salted caramel mint fudge rolled in panko breadcrumbs. I'm a traditionalist, and that sounds gross. Friday is National Fruit Cocktail Day. And while I loved fruit cocktail as a child, because it was sort of like a special thing that if it was in my lunch, it was felt like it was a holiday, I feel like I've outgrown fruit cocktail. It is too sweet even for me, and all the fruit tastes the same. So let's pull an audible here and make it fruit salad day, because fruit salad tastes better and it's better for you. When I make fruit salad, I like to squeeze a little bit of lemon on top um, and then maybe ream the lemon a little so a little bit of lemon pulp ends up on the fruit salad. Uh, add a little tiny bit of minced fresh mint, but not too much because you don't want it to be too minty. And then just a few sprinkles of sugar, um, almost making like a little bit of a syrup, but not too syrupy. But you know what? If you like that fruit cocktail out of a can, that is fine too. And finally, Saturday is buttermilk biscuit day. I like biscuits, but it seems weird to have a whole day for them when it's really just glorified rolls. So since I'm a grown-up, I'm probably going to consider swapping out for a shortcake made with biscuit mix with a little extra sugar, but not made like a biscuit, for strawberry shortcake by Saturday. Who's with me? I have misplaced the calendar that has all the other weird days on it, like Court Stenographer Appreciation Day and Yellow Highlighter Awareness Day and Surprise Yourself with New Socks Week. And I made all of those up, but I'm willing to bet at least one of them is a real thing. But hopefully I will find it in my work stuff and have it for you for next week. So there are your food holidays for the week. And a reminder that I've set up a Patreon if you're at all interested in supporting the podcast. No pressure, honestly. There are four levels of support with different rewards and surprises, and I'm already working on the first surprise. Please keep rating and sharing the podcast. That's actually more important to me than Patreon so that I get invited to give a TED Talk because that would really be something, wouldn't it? In the meantime, remember, not all fruit goes in the fridge. Flour sack towels make the best kitchen towels. And you don't have to celebrate holidays that make you feel sad or bad. See you next week.